Welcome to the Bevcasts October month featuring movies in October. This week on the Bamcast, we kick off October month with a members-only invitation to die. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey Bamcast. Bamcast, episode one hundred forty-five of a podcast. It is. <laughs> Hooray! So welcome to October month, everybody. Yay! Yay. October Yay. month. <laughs> So I'm Harlow I'm Mackie I'm Levy And I'm Chuck And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the Bamcast is Well, in the month of October, we do October month Oh yeah Which means we're going to watch four uh, October themed movies October themed movies Four movies in October They may be horror style movies But in kind of more in our wheelhouse of horror movies Anyway They're October themed Uh, Anyway, after we get done watching them, we come in here and we talk about them for about 30-45 minutes And then they get a rating Good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies They get a 1-5 jocks as in robot jocks. Yay! <laughs> jocks. Bad, bad movies. Stay October away. jocks. They get one to five bags and a negative sliding scale as in douchebags douche bags after Twilight. Boo! boo. October boo. Octo bags. Octo Octo boo. Octo jocks. Boo-tober. To start this <laughs> off, we... Um, <laughs> I don't know. We were we were grasping at themes for this year. And, yeah. And uh, we're not doing that. No. But there may be two <laughs> very similar movies. Mm-hmm. Our theme is October. In, in this month. <laughs> But uh, our first one is uh, Aerobicide. Yay! AKA Killer Workout from 1987. Mm-hmm. From our good friend uh, David A. Pryor from yeah. uh, Deadly Prey yeah. fame. Hell made, yeah. I think he made this a year, made that a year later. Same year. Same year? Okay. Busy year for that dude. Busy year. Yeah. So anyway, plot summary, and maybe we'll talk more about this. Mm-hmm. Young, beautiful, healthy members of a local gym are being killed off one by one. Could the mm-hmm. two-year-old tanning bed accident of a young woman have any relation to the murders? <laughs> well, that gives Question it away. <laughs> Could it? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. I don't know. <laughs> no, it does. I'm still not sure. No, it did. It could. No, I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, they said it did. It oh. came out and said it. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with it. All right, then. <laughs> really? That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> totally. No, it's fact. Totes. It's just Totes. like your facts, man. That's right. So. It's happening. Yeah, so this movie opens. It does. And, um, it does. Open. <laughs> there is a cold open yeah. where this lady is going back to her apartment, and we never see her face. No. She takes off her very 80s shoes. She pushes play on her very 80s answering machine. Mm-hmm. She goes to her very 80s fridge. Pulls out some very 80s Popeye's chicken. Mm. Puts it in her very 80s microwave. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then, like, we four... We mentioned this is a 1987 <laughs> movie, right? Four, uh, four messages in, she gets the message of a lifetime where apparently she's being called up to the big leagues of modeling or something. Yep. And she does a little I'm so excited dance with her legs and runs back, puts her shoes on. And apparently the very first thing she has to do at 9, 10 o'clock at night, whenever this is, is go to the tanning salon. And so she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, strips down and puts our... Our, our time to tits, our TTT quotient at about 45 seconds to a minute. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And jumps in the tanning bed and a few right. seconds later, sparks uh, and the mechanism goes up and she's locked in and flames and smoke and she's poor lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of flailing That's, and screaming. Yeah. And as someone pointed out during the movie, it's death tanning bed. The bed. The, the, the tanning bed, bed that eats. The tans and then eats. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it cooks and yeah. then it eats because yeah. it doesn't like yeah. raw flesh. It's the like world's largest bed. George Foreman. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> it is. So yeah, and then it cuts away from that. Yep. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, Rhonda's workout place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's lots of jazzercising. Yeah, so much jazzercising. Oh my god, and <laughs> a lot of jazzercising. Yeah, I mean, this is we have it's like aerobics. a opening credits thing but it, it kind of leads right into this and then mm-hmm. i mean it's like five ten minutes before there's any kind of discernible dialogue other than like hey, you know <laughs> back to you know i mean like there's guys like oh you get you fucker last night yeah all right Woo, high five and then like back to jazzercising and yeah and there's creepy dude watching the yeah. mm-hmm. the jazzercise team and the chick who's leading it is giving him dirty looks and ronda yeah, yeah. but we don't know that yet no we don't know that that's Rhonda's no. gym. She but just we, seems like the chick yeah. in front of the class. But we mm-hmm. learn that she's running it because the chick who's supposed to be running it is out in the parking lot spilling her condoms all over the place. Yeah. From her purse. Yes. She didn't just, just have well, a box of didn't just pour out of her. <laughs> 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 they were in her purse. She stops to vomit and condoms <laughs> and just pour out. Yes. Spontaneous condemnation. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she... Yeah. We In the beginning of this movie, I was just like... Nothing has any context, no, and I have no. no idea what the hell is happening. Well, because you have that off-the-wall tanning bed death. Yeah. And then it just cuts to bouncy. Yeah, which they don't tie in until literally an hour later. Yeah. Which is confusing, because you're thinking this is like a haunted equipment movie. Like, okay, that everyone who gets mm-hmm. in the tanning bed is going to die. Yeah. So. But no, no, they have... Chick shows up for her work shift literally minutes after her class that she was supposed to teach ends. Right. And apparently, right as they're closing. Yeah, I don't even know why she bothered. Yeah, she to show shows up, up and Rhonda yeah. gives her the business about being late and she can't cover for her and she can't be doing this. Yeah, well, she needs late to take her and job seriously. Showing up at the end of yeah. your yeah. work day. Yeah, like, yeah. So she shows up and she tells her, "Why don't you close up the place?" Yeah, it's like, why it's like, did you show up? Why did you get out of bed? I know. Why did you just call in sick? Yeah, but that whole scene, that confrontation is basically like you know throwing her off the force because she gets called in the office. Oh, yeah, and Rhonda's like, all like, where you know you can't do this and blah blah blah. Turn in your tights and leotard. You need to be doing my books. Right. You need to be teaching. Yeah. Classes. I can't mm-hmm. tell people to dance. Yeah. Yeah, but then later when she's teaching the class, Rhonda gets mad at her. For shaking her tight little ass. Yeah. We did not mind. No, no one minded. Yeah. They, everyone in the class had a tight little ass. That was, like was the, the most, only one that minded. Yeah. That was like the most sexualized. Yeah. But I think class, we found aside out. Aside from like the pole dancing or lap dancing sure. ones mm-hmm. they do. But it was almost a pole dancing slash yeah. lap dancing class. Yeah. Although I it guess we found, we found out why Rhonda cared. But at the time, it just seemed like an odd statement to make. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so she she tells her, close the place up. Mm-hmm. There's chicks that are busy getting ready to take showers and stuff. And yeah. this one black chick gets stripped down and gets in the shower, and everybody leaves. Everyone's like, all right, well, we'll meet you wherever. Yeah, who knows yeah. what and she then, was doing in the meantime, but yeah. Yeah. everyone's done showering and like leaving. Yeah, and this yeah. chick showers for like an hour, right. two, three hours, something like that, because she's in there for forever. Mm-hmm. Hey, as long as there's hot Really, water. it's like... 12 seconds but i mean I know, they but imply like, that it's forever yeah, yeah but i mean we watch her the whole shower process like okay now get the soap now rub the soap mm-hmm. on the shoulders now rub mm-hmm. it lower and it's just like okay we know how showers work <laughs> yeah but maybe you did well get really yeah and clean. you can understand them lingering on the scene if there was more nudity but it's either like from the you know from the knees down yeah, or the from the top of the boobs from the up. shoulder up <laughs> it's like okay well let's watch this chick lovingly wash her hair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But eventually, yeah. lights go out. Mm-hmm. This doesn't really seem to face her all that much. Nah. She's like, oh, I guess the lights are out. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, someone comes in, and we aren't sure what it is at first, but there's a sharp object in this person's hand, mm-hmm. and 
she just starts getting stabbed over and over and over. But it's filmed in a way that you can't even see her getting stabbed. Yeah. But eventually, there's one where they go, fuck, and they do it in the side of her neck. And then she kind of gets this look on her face and goes, oh, oh, I'm actually dying. And then stumbles <laughs> against the wall and I guess, like, must have had somebody behind her explode a blood pack or something. Yeah, sure. The blood does start Blood flowing. just starts pouring out and yeah. she slides down and Chuck demanded that they show the drain and they didn't. Yeah, well, they did it just like the psycho scene, but then yeah. didn't pay it off. It's like, no fun. They did not do it just like the psycho scene at all. Well, they did it in terms like you couldn't see anybody getting stabbed. And yeah. I mean, it wasn't nearly as many cuts or anything. No, no. I yet. just... But it, it turns out they're getting stabbed with a giant bobby pin. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a safety pin. Yeah. 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 It's like, huge and scary. Is, it's, it not, but is it's, that not what a bobby pin is? No, bobby no. pin is the thing that goes in your hair, right? Yes. Okay. Well, safety pin then. Safety pin. Whatever. Yeah. Safety Either pin. way, it's a freaking... It's a pin. It's a pin. It's a pin. But, but like a it's comically least, large one. Yeah, the least effective like way to kill long. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. But still, you would have to stab someone like a hundred times with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're accurate stabber. <sighs> yeah, but this killer was not an accurate stabber. <laughs> no, but just a he made up for poke. it with vigor. Well, they pretty much... They, that's why they almost always ended with the neck. They were like, I could probably hit some yeah. sort of artery here. Let's go. <laughs> Eventually. Get it in there. Yeah. Yeah. So dead person yep and the cops show up the next day well actually i think uh, first we have to have the comical scene of somebody finding the body yeah because um what, what's her name uh jamie oh, God. jamie yeah. the girl who was late yeah comes into the lock well first she gets caught she goes in <laughs> the men's is, locker room what the shit yeah she goes in the men's locker room opens up some guy's locker and is playing with his jock strap yeah just I mean, playing with it like this is neat please, it's stretchy and fun <laughs> and then Rhonda yeah. sneaks up and is like, "What the hell are you doing? What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, then she's like, <laughs> "Then she's like, I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. Just, and just get out of here. Just get out of here. Just finish closing up." So, so then she goes into the ladies' locker room, right? And again, has this weird sense. Well, she, I think she hears like a, a clanging or something. Yeah. So she goes to investigate. And she opens up one locker, and somebody's set up this comedic arm that falls out on a string. Right. That's never explained which, either. No, <laughs> it's just there. And then she's hand. like, "Oh, haha, okay." Yeah. And then, like, as soon as she closes the locker up, the other locker opens, and the dead girl falls out. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of she doesn't really even scream. She's just no. kind of like, "Ooh, oh that's, dear, that's yeah. unfortunate." Then cut to the the detective yeah. there in the office. Well, they zipper up in the body bag. It's very important because you're right. going to see those dudes a lot. Yes, the body bag guys. <laughs> zipper up in the body bag. Yeah, they, but they cut to Rhonda's office and they're talking to Jamie and Rhonda. And it's, um, it's what's his face? Uh, David James Campbell, who was also in Deadly Prey, I believe, right? Actually, no, he was in Scarecrows. Was he? Yeah. Okay. He was only in two movies. What? Period. Ever. And we've seen both of them. I'm oh. telling you. That's according to the IMDb. Holy crap, you're right. Wow. Yeah. Damn. He's only been in two movies, and we of which we have seen, seen both. both. Okay. Oh, wow. We have celebrated his entire catalog. <laughs> we are once we can, David James But he Campbell looks fans. a lot like the uh, the bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy in Deadly Prey. I, I swear. I thought Unless he went was. by a different name or something. Because, I mean, yeah. it sure as hell, like, when he first popped up, I was like, is that the dude from sure, and that's the what, other dude from Deadly Prey? That's what I just assumed, because he looks so much like him. His acting style kind of reminds me of, what's his name from uh, Troll 2? Oh, oh the dad? Yeah. George, what's his name? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah, George. Yeah, Anyway, but He's yeah. not as much fun as George. <laughs> no, no. Has the same delivery, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't piss on hospitality. Yeah. No. But he does, because he comes into their office. No, and he's he pissed all like, over hospitality. Yeah, he comes into their office, and he's just like, sit down, shut up, and you're going to talk to me. And they're like, well, we just spent like the last yeah. two or three hours talking to other detectives. He's like, well, you're going to talk to me, because I'm Detective Lieutenant Morgan. Yeah. You know, so you got to tell me everything. And he's basically more or less kind of accusing them. Like, he's... Mm-hmm. He, sure. He found a knitting needle 
in the same locker as yeah. the dead girl. Yeah. And he put it in an evidence bag and it's yeah. just weird because he, the, then he throws it on the desk and it's all bloody in this like two gallon zip, zip on yeah. bag. He's just so openly hostile and like Rhonda's like, well, fuck you. And the other girl is like just doing the rape shower. Yeah. Sit yeah. in the, cause she's found a dead body. She, she, she's like, she, oh my she, God. She was so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's very, yeah. very cold. Uh, yeah. Detective. Yeah. But he's, He's all business, man. Yeah. He's got to... Mm-hmm. He's got to fi- He's got to get to the bottom of this. Got a goddamn job to do. Right. So... But, yeah, they just kind of leave. And yeah, like, let's then cut to next day. Well, he... But first he, like, follows oh. them out, and he, like, he's taunting them some more. He's like, you're going to be seeing a lot of me. Yeah. You're going to see me so much. And then <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're like, like, we're the victims yeah, here. And they're like, great, can't yeah. wait. Uh, bye. <laughs> he's like, get used to hearing my name. It's yeah. like, why? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but then cut to next day, and that's when... Uh, random dude shows up ted Pryor, right yeah 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 the, the actual star ted Pryor, <laughs> mike danton yeah yeah he shows up and uh, magically he's like got a piece of, well he first Rhonda catches him in her office like going through the file <laughs> cabinet to the files. and she's like excuse me can i help you and he's like uh i work here now i work here now i have a piece of paper from your partner your senior partner i work here now mm-hmm yeah. Long, long story short, he we know he's doing something. We thought he was working for the police at first. Yeah, because like he, <laughs> it's so bizarre. But he gets in this fight with this random one of the random two guys that hangs around the gym and leers at women. Mm-hmm. And this guy pulls <laughs> and, up and they just immediately get into a fight. Well, and the guy's like, just, "You stay away from Rhonda." And yeah, he's like, yeah. "Dude, I work here. I yeah, kind of have first, to be near my boss at some day. point." He's like, "Oh yeah, punch." Yeah, <laughs> and then they get into this ridiculous. Oh, fight. it's ridiculous! Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Meanwhile, this other girl is watching from mm-hmm. her car, and he ends up winning. Danton, the Ted Pryor guy, ends up winning, and then she, of course, comes over and is like, "That was so dreamy. Yeah. Hey, you beat up that guy. Why don't you come home with me?" Well, meanwhile, keep in mind he's at work. Yeah, this is the <laughs> middle of his first shift at his new <laughs> he job. He hasn't even been there half an hour. Yeah, he just like started like, taking the trash yeah, out. Yeah, and- she literally said, "Take the trash yeah. out." Mm-hmm. And he, so does, he took the trash out and then and hops then, in the car with this chick. And then goes to her house. Yeah. 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 They have a Diet Pepsi. And he uh, makes a phone Diet call Pepsi. from their, yeah. her yeah. unconnected phone out in her garden. Yes. But he's a garden kinda, phone. Yeah. He questions her a little bit. Yeah. He's like, hey, did you know that girl that got stabbed? She's like, nah, she was quiet. Yeah. I don't know her. It's like, what about this dude who I beat up in the parking lot? Oh, yeah. He's weird. Yeah. He's into chains and things. Whips and chains. And yeah. He likes to tie girls up and do kinky things with them. Yeah. Not yeah. that that's bad, but yeah. I don't like but, it. And but we're just wink. sitting there going, this <laughs> is leading bad, somewhere I'm good. I'm implying that it's bad. Yeah, because yeah, we should probably point out that this girl is, is extremely well endowed. Oh, my God. Mm. Which we got to see as far as the aerobic scene. Yeah. Yeah. Because... We also got the there was not shot. a sports bra to be found no, 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 in no, that no. in that gym. So no, they hadn't and, invented them yet. <laughs> and the, and the director of photography <laughs> knew this. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to stand right here, and those are going to bounce, and I'll well, just film that I for mean, an hour. We get flat out. Here's a shot of tits. Yep. You can't see a face. No. Nope. You can't see anything below the waist. Tits. Tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you the reason the reason we suspect. Ted Pryor of, of working for somebody else is the garden phone. Mm-hmm. He picks it up and he calls somebody. Ring, we, ring, uh, ring, ring. we we assume that he's calling garden the phone. lieutenant guy that we <laughs> yeah. just seen or something, yeah. and that he's a plant to figure out what's going on. But right? No, it no. Just, she, But then she comes back out, and we get she comes back out in a robe, and we're like, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. And he's like, I got to get back to work, babe. And she's like, you no, don't you have don't. to go yet. <laughs> Drop the robe. Check Drop out the robe. And, awesome yeah. bikini. Yeah, and it's like. She's got a bikini on it. We were all like, no. I mean, it's still better than what we got. But We all fell to our knees and screamed at the sky as the camera zoomed up off of us. We're like, no. (laughs) Kind of amazing. And then it cut to 
something else. Yeah. More, more, more jazzercise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more jazzercise. Yeah. Because shortly thereafter, somebody else gets killed. I don't even know. Because a lot of people somebody, get... Somebody... A lot of people get killed in this movie. Yep. Like, Randomly. And um, well, like wh- by the end, it's just like, eh, we're not even going to show it. Yeah. It just happens. <laughs> they, do that, they do just skip the whole killing part. And it becomes yeah, well, just... What, what happens is there's... There's this group of three people, including Bikini Girl. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of, like, okay, more aerobics during the day, and, oh, God, somebody might die. I don't know. Were you talking about where they spray paint the window? Yeah. Because yeah. there was one more killing before that. Like, they didn't declare this place aerobics death spa right. after one murder. It was like, there was there was okay. other murders in between them, like, coming and spray painting this thing. Because the longer this movie goes on, like, murder will happen, <laughs> and then, like, we might see the detective questioning. We might see them taking somebody away ah. in, a ba- in a body bag, but then uh-huh. it will hard cut right back to the class and, the, and them doing their jazzercising yeah. all over again. And we're just like, how many people have died here and you're still going to this class? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just the longer the movie goes on, it's just... Yeah, at one point, there are cops talking about it. Yeah, but there are cops in the building and people being murdered at the same time and there's still classes, just full well, classes okay. going on. Yeah. To give an idea how many people are murdered, one of the guys who carries out the body bags <laughs> literally tells the detective, he goes... See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. That's yeah. like the sixth time we've seen him. Like, yeah. It was yeah. just finally like, oh, there's guys, we're going to run out of body yeah, bags. And, and one of us made the joke right before that. We're like, well, I think they're running out of body bags <laughs> right. at this point. Yeah. Uh, but, but, anyway, but yeah, anyway. But yeah, there's somebody like the, dies mm-hmm. and they all kind of die the same where it's... They get stabbed with the safety pin. Yeah. Well, the, right. well, it's the one, not necessarily ugly, but kind of homely chick that flirts with crazy big guy who got in the oh, fight. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's... He's like, and what he are you totally doing shoots her down. She's <laughs> like, totally doing it. Like, he's like, what are you doing later? And he's like, I don't know. What are you doing? She's like, I don't have any plans. He's like, well, too bad for you. Walks away. She's like, you bastard. <laughs> but then, I, then, I want then, more now. But then they show her at home. Yeah, she goes home and the cop shows up and is just beating the hell out of her door. Oh, my God. Like, which like, she won't open because he never identifies himself as a cop. He's just ba- beating on the door like a yeah. moron. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he... Re- yeah, he's like a angry boyfriend yeah. at the door, like just pounding this door, like, let me in, you gotta let me in. Right. And doesn't even start that way. I mean, he starts that way, though. That's that's the crazy thing. It's yeah, not yeah. like he was like, hey, um, anybody home? It was yeah, just, no, it's immediately just, open this fucking door. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, of course, no. she backs up into the killer and yeah. gets Bobby pinned. Gets Bobby mm-hmm. pinned. And then it, he... Safety pinned. Whatever. <laughs> pinned. Yes, yes pinned. She gets pinned. She gets. It's her I've Pinterest. been trying to pin the killer for weeks now. <laughs> mm, it keeps pinning ladies. But he he finally just kicks in the All door, right. runs upstairs, sees the body. As he sees the killer, defenestrate themselves <laughs> right. directly out the window. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Full blown ninja jump, swan just, dive. Wee. Yeah, just do the the tumble roll mm-hmm. and then just take off down the street. The parkour and he's like, roll. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, well, shit, I'm not following that. Yeah. That was around the time he was yelling at the one person back at the precinct to yell at the lab assistant or whatever that if he doesn't hurry up with the autopsy, he's going to autopsy his face. Yes. Because yes. then we kept saying that for the rest of the movie. Because <laughs> that's just a great threat yeah. to say to him. going to autopsy your face. Gonna autopsy your hey, face. Hey, Quincy, I'm yeah. going to autopsy your face. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill your face, and then I'm going to cut your face open to find out what killed your face. It works for a man or a woman. Spoiler you alert. Can also say, hey, Scully, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. Scully, I'm going to autopsy your face. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway right so yeah so they get back to then there's the group of three kids that mm-hmm. decide to like oh yeah we're gonna do it yeah we're gonna do it and one of them is bikini girl Tits mm-hmm. McGee, yeah. yeah and they run up and they write aerobicide yeah death spa on the window right. mm-hmm. and then run away yay 
Yeah, but they run away in confusing directions. Like, yeah. they, they manage to run, like, down the street and find the place and spray paint the window. And then they, like, scatter and they're all immediately lost. They're, like, in the woods and in a back alley and in, like, a junkyard. It's, it's, like, just, it's, it's like if you took out the lead bird, all the other birds would be like, yeah, they're just fuck! Like, yeah. Which like, way so? You put a stick in front of the ants and the rest of the ants are just like, Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> yes, they... God, they're... Oh. It's amazing how stupid they are. Like, you wonder if, like, they just couldn't get their parking validated wherever they went. They just... like. Well, what? I parked over here by this tree. <laughs> well, cause, second with... There were no meters on second. Because yeah. the one guy, the one guy that looks like Matthew Broderick is running... Right. He's, like, in the middle of an abandoned lot yeah. by himself. He's just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they all go into the immediate, like, Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Someone's <laughs> following me. I'm going to die. Right. M- music and mode. And they're, like... Yeah. And it's like, you just spray-painted a window. What the hell? And then... Yeah. But they read the script, you yeah. know, because they die. Yeah, because like out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah. 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 Safety bad. pinned. Well, one one of no, okay, one of them gets safety pinned, but the other two get like knifed. Well, he gets uh, he, he gets, gets safety, safety pinned. Pin. Yeah, and then the giant other girl, hair girl oh, finds God. him. Oh my God! Yeah. Like she had yeah. a mane. Yeah, giant hair girl <laughs> finds him, and she was like an extra in cats. Out. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> She's fucking nuts, and she yeah. does the backup into the into the darkened doorway, and then the knife you know comes around her neck and right. slices her neck, yeah. and then Tits McGee runs back to her car, her, her uh, convertible oh, car, yeah, which won't start. Yeah, of course. And then like he starts doing the knife through the through well, the he full sprint runs and jumps onto the hood of the car, and then just starts stabbing the hood. Yeah, and for like a good two minutes, she's just bobbing and weaving to avoid the knife, and then finally, nope, whoops, <laughs> knife to the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. and the head falls forward. Yeah, it, was like, it was the weirdest little European horn. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you're stupid, Renault. <laughs> yeah, cut to body bag guy going. Yeah, oh, Jesus, no. this is a death spa. You should <laughs> shut this place down. Oh no, aerobics uh, is going on. Well, <laughs> see you tomorrow. Yeah, cut back to the class and nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, there's a few few less people in there because they've been murdered. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Nobody cares. But then, like, one dude's working other, out. Yeah, two dudes are working out. And, and one dude gets a, a barbell to the face. And then... Yeah. The well, other, what happens is the the weights he has, he's, like, do, he's pulling down the, the bar. Oh, right. Like, you know, like, doing the shoulder exercise and the weight snaps loose yeah. and he pops himself in the face with the bar and he's falls like, down. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, cut yeah. to barbell coming straight at the camera. Yeah. Bam. Yep. Yeah. We're like, Damn. And that's when his buddy comes out and finds him, and he gets a safety pin to the middle of the forehead, yeah, which is yep. the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> no, he gets a good instant death. <laughs> just fuck. Just yeah. Bobby Penn straight into the middle of the forehead. Yeah, and then it, another dude walks in and is like, what the hell happened here? Yeah. Well, this is, and that's this, when... Yeah, this is the goofy guy that we sus- suspected as the killer, or the movie, I should say, has you know presented as the killer the entire time. Mm, walks not in. really. This is just the goofy dude. Yeah, oh, there's, there's, there's two dark-haired right, right. dudes, two dark that, dudes yeah. that look yeah. really familiar, but yeah. this one's even goofier looking right. Than, right. than the other one. But he walks in, he's like, what the Ooh. hell happened? And then a girl walks in and goes, ah! <laughs> and Mike so. Danton from uh, Deadly Prey runs in and just beats the crap out of this guy. Yeah, yeah. His he, name is Chuck Dawson. Chuck Dawson. <laughs> Chuck Dawson. <laughs> Chuck Dawson P.I. <laughs> Which is Chuck true. Dawson P.I. jumps in and just beats the crap out of this guy. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they... Have they revealed it? No, it's after... It's after this they reveal that he's a private investigator. Yeah, they haven't right? revealed it yet. No, it's, it's not even. The, it's even after. It's after it's even yeah. further yeah. down the line. Yeah. But, oh, okay, but that's he, right. it's funny. He jumps in and starts wailing on the dude. I don't think he's even looked down and seen the dead bodies. He just hears the scream and mm-hmm. runs in and starts punching and then elbowing dude to the face. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of looks down. And is like, oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> oh. unfortunate. Yeah, but then the cops are questioning this dude who has this weird. 
he has a weird dream, fever dream fantasy thing where the the girl from the beginning with the condoms Jamie. walks in and just yeah. takes her top off and is like don't talk and <laughs> starts just having sex with him while what seemed to be a mirror image of himself mm-hmm. in like all black walks in and cuts her throat as she's having sex with him and then yep. it starts strangling him yeah yep that's exactly what happened and yeah. then he wakes up and He's handcuffed and detective yeah, walks in. Handcuffed detective guy is just like, I got questions to ask you. Yeah, but he only asks but him questions ask for fifteen <laughs> seconds, and then just leaves and tells like the the Barney Fife guy who's guarding him is like, you report in every hour as to what happens. This well, no, like, he did the like, I'll be right back. He was like, he had to go put a dime in the meter or something. So, yeah. Okay, hey, go put a dime in yeah, the meter. I'll ask you some quick. Cool. Well, that's well, right. I'll have plenty of questions yeah. for you tomorrow. But you just wait. I'm not validated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he leaves, and that dude instantly gets killed. Yep, mm. gets pinned. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's the point when the uh, when the coroner guy is just like, "See you, I'll right. be back tomorrow." Yeah, because well, they just unloaded three bodies in the yeah. span of an hour. Or yeah, so. I mean, as soon as they dropped off, they had to turn right back around. Yeah, yeah. meanwhile, there's that, still aerobics going well, on. Yeah, that's that's when the detective goes to the <laughs> to Rhonda running the place, and he's like. She's like, hey, I called my business partner trying to convince him to keep the place open. <laughs> and he was fine with it, so we're keeping the place open. I'm like, why? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? I, yeah. I, if there had been a roach in the locker room, no one would have come back to this place for, like, mm-hmm. months. But seven murders in or around the general vicinity, and everyone's just like, eh, we'll just go. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> just it's just murder. Yeah, it's L.A. It happens. You just take your chances. You might get murdered at home <laughs> or working out. Yeah. So, whatever. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what happens next. Well, <laughs> I think that I think that Chuck Dawson finally starts to realize <laughs> that Rhonda might be the next target because he does this whole check on the one guys. He goes to this apartment, finds the pictures and the guns yeah. and all that, mm. and it's just kind of weird. He, you know, he finds this weird little shrine to her, right? Or so you know, so we're told yeah. anyway. And he goes and he's like watching her after she leaves for the evening and she's doing laps in the pool and he's just hiding in the bushes. Not really hiding because... No, he's just standing there. He's standing mm-hmm. there. And then the other guy, the guy that the movie has pretty he's much... standing stayed, in the other bushes. Other bushes. Yeah, <laughs> who's, the movie is portrayed as the killer the entire time. Yeah. Sees him and they, they get into this vicious fight at the poolside. <laughs> pretty sweet fight. She runs inside yeah. and they just start fighting. They fight with a rake. Yes. Yeah. Like at one point he picks up a rake and... Trash cans. Yeah. Bad dude gets stabbed in the leg mm-hmm. with the rake. Yeah. It hurts. It's it's just all kinds of crazy, but anyway, like speak from experience, Chuck Danton, Chuck Dawson guy gets knocked into the pool. He gets roundhouse kicked roundhouse into kick the, the pool. pool. Mm, Thank yeah. you very much. Which I called. Yes. <laughs> well, of course, because he was standing there, he was like wobbling, and I was like, "Finish him!" <laughs> this is a roundhouse kick. Yeah, and then the other the guy face. takes off, and then cut to wake up, him waking up, and he's all bloody and detective the detective's there, there and, and Rhonda's there. Looking at him like, like I know hell? your name. You're P.I. and yeah. you shouldn't be here and get on the next bus out of town. Well, yeah, well, they, they're like, well, what's your deal, man? He's yeah. like, well, your business partner hired me to find out what the hell's going on. Right. right. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're fired. Get out of here. Yeah. He's like, all right, cool. And then whatever. he keeps revealing like all the crimes he's committed. Like, well, I broke into his locker and I found these pictures. And so then I went to his house and I broke in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I found even more pictures. Yeah. And what I found was worse than me breaking in. <laughs> right. But <laughs> just then, so you know. But then, like, the next day, he's breaking into the to the gym, and Detective Dude just immediately pops up like, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like, here, why don't you just use the key? Yeah. He throws the keys at him. Mm. I guess I, I guess at this point, they finally shut down the gym, or maybe it's, like, Sunday. The oh, yeah, I think they shut it down because know. two more people died. Okay. Like, the condom girl from the beginning gets right. hung. 
which we don't even see. We just no. see the body. And yeah. then another girl gets stabbed, and we don't even see yeah, that. Yeah, well, she's, she, finds she finds the one. Yeah, yeah, and then cut to her dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, well, okay. Yeah, okay, they're dead now. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, at least earlier on, they were bothering to show the kills, but now they're just like, you know what? Here's another body. We can't think of any original way to do this anymore, so, yeah. like, they just, they died. Yeah. Deal mm-hmm. with it. There's nowhere else to stab them with mm-hmm. the safety pin. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, Chuck Dawson ends up, well, he goes to clean out his stuff. Yeah. And he's walking in the back alleys. Yep. And oh, he's got his giant suitcase of shit. He's only been yeah. there like a day and a half. Yeah. He's amassed all this stuff, but... <laughs> he stole some towels. A day and a half and ten people have died since yeah. then. But, but that's when that's the other when crazy dude guy revs up the engine and, and, <laughs> and drives straight for him. And which dude just stands there and pulls out his gun. Yeah, he tries to do the shoot through the windshield yeah. and shoot the guy. That doesn't work out. No, no. So he, he gets hit by the car. Yes. <laughs> hit by the car, hits the ground, dude pulls out a knife, stabs him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're like... Oh, oh, there goes our hero. But we don't yeah, even sort of. see it. It's like one of those point of view from the ground. Right. Knife's, the guy's standing over him, knife him. So I'm like, maybe he'll come back. Maybe something's going on here. Because they kind of... Yeah, they didn't exactly they do the, show They it, do the but, smash cut as yeah. he's stabbing the knife down. Right. So you never quite know. But yeah, no, he killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Not coming back. No. Nope. No. Gone. And by now, the cop's like, well, all right. Well, this is where the cop kind of gets his wild theory all of a sudden, right? Because it doesn't he go to see Rhonda... Like, mm-hmm. right after we see her putting on a wig for the very first time. Like, yeah. we've seen this shot, like, behind the head that the killer was putting on a wig yeah. or wigs and, and doing stuff, but it was never really put together because we finally see the shot of her putting on a wig and back of her head's all burned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he just, the cops, just, the detective guy just shows up and he's like, uh, you know, I have to have a word with you, Miss Victoria, whatever. Victoria, your yeah. name's Victoria, isn't it? And you, and he just starts tormenting her. It basically reveals, okay, you were the one who got burned in the in the tanning bed, the tanning bed at the beginning, uh, which was five years earlier, we find out. Mm-hmm. And then just starts just hammering her, just like, you killed everyone, didn't you? They're all prettier than you. That's what happened. Blah. Yeah, and you killed those guys because no man with his right mind would ever have sex with someone as hideously dif- disfigured yeah. as you. You're, you're just, you're all gross and crunchy and no one would ever even look at you. And <laughs> <laughs> You look like you got hit with a shitload of cornflakes. <laughs> You look like they Freddy. got cornflake tits. Nobody loves you. You killed him, didn't you? You're a monster. You're not even the original recipe. You're extra crispy. Yeah, then he yeah, gets yeah. like a call. Deep fried bitch. On the radio or something. He's He's got her. He's bringing her in. She's in the backseat mm-hmm. and gets a call on the radio like, uh, Basically, the call Detective that Chuck's Lieutenant. been killed. Yeah. Chuck Dawson has been killed. You're not going to believe this, but the other guy... Thanks for not on top seeing my face, by the way, but the other guy, yeah. he, he's the one. You should go get him. And so then she gives the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she uh-huh. hands over the handcuffs she, like, yeah, she excuse me. She gives the neck roll. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. And then apparently cut to some time later, right? Not that much later. Well, he, no, no. That's right. Because she, she goes back to work the yeah. next day. But she's not really there to work. But like somebody else is in her office, kind of running the place that we've never yeah. seen before. Mm-hmm. We don't know who There's she some is. Some blonde chick. Yeah. And then she's like all smiling, like ha ha. Oh no no no, no, that, no no that's that's not yet because no, no because cop rolls up on the other dude. That's when they have their oh, yeah, foot, chase right, the foot chase through right. the construction stunts. area. Yeah, and they do some quote unquote stunts, which just basically involve well, jumping six feet. This was very <laughs> disappointing because they they do a foot chase <laughs> and they go through some back alleys mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it cuts to and it's like. There's some sort of refinery type place, right? Yeah, and we're like, hell yeah, or at least I was. I'm like, hell oh, yeah, yeah, we all were. They help. They you know they jump over the fence and mm-hmm. they they just like chase each other around and they're terrible at shooting. Yeah, and then 
one guy, he, the detective finally gets the drop on him by just waiting around the corner as the guy's walking, and he's like, got the gun to his head, and he's like, drop your gun, blah, 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 I got you, I got you, yeah. why don't you just confess? And all of a sudden, the guy's like, nope, fight, <laughs> and just knocks the detective down. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And who's gets got a gun to his head, yeah. and he's just like, no, I'm going to fight you, and, mm-hmm. and knocks him out, like, yeah. in 20 seconds. Yeah. It's just like, you are the worst cop ever. Right. You're terrible at shooting. You're He's terrible the worst hand-to-hand. aside from actually figuring out exactly what's happening. Sure. Yeah. But as far as like actual job skills, he's yeah. terrible. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he has like no compassion for victims. No. It's like, you're the worst cop ever. Yeah. He's Pretty like bad. Asperger's cop. <laughs> yes, exactly. That should be the alternate <laughs> Lieutenant <title>. Asperger. <laughs> yes, Lieutenant <laughs> Asperger. But that's when they go back to Rhonda at the club and it, or the gym and it's night and right. she's just, right. she just goes yeah. and takes a darkened shower and yeah, other shuts dude. Shuts all the lights off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when other dude is, the bad guy quote unquote is the her stalker is waiting for her when she gets out and he's you know gonna shoot her and then she has a gun in his in her locker and she shoots him yeah you're right you're right that was all part of that and then it then it cuts to sometime later like apparently a trial has happened and or whatever like she's been cleared and she killed the guy and everything's been pinned on him so she's a hero yeah because she says something like talk to the papers whatever you know like this time has passed but right the the is this when the detective guy just like picks her up and like this is they cut to like they're just it's driving sort in a car after that because th- there's the shots of her in the gym like being celebrated and people are like hooray for you and mm-hmm. and that's when detective dude picks her up and then they go off in, into the woods yeah and, <laughs> and she's, she's wearing, wearing a, she stole mc hammer's outfit <laughs> oh, God, Jesus. just the worst like garbage bag with a belt mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just big yeah but air filled bright or, uh, gold yeah yeah shiny gold, gold yeah. 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 it's awesome <laughs> pretty good but yeah he does this whole long speech about how he's going to kill her because his dad was following some serial killer that the jury let go and then he went back to killing and i you know i know you did this so i'm going to kill you out here in the woods and bury you yeah but the and, problem with that is that he keeps giving these speeches and looking off into the distance while he's doing it mm-hmm. so eventually she's just like well fuck this picks up a shovel and <laughs> hits him in the face right mm-hmm. and then runs away apparently yeah and then this is this is the scene because like that that's all revol- resolved that's fine yeah you know cop got knocked gets knocked out she gets away yes steals his car i don't know whatever but then she goes back. That's when there's somebody in her office. It's like, what do you and think she, about this two-for-one plan we're going to yeah. do? And she's like, oh, advertising. Get people back into this death spa. Yeah. And, uh, get to the newspaper. And she's like, actually, I just came in here to get my keys. And right. she reaches in the, into the desk. And, hey, it's, you know, it's before car- car- carabiners. She's got the safety pin as her mm-hmm. keychain. Looks right in the camera. Laughs. Smiles. Yeah. Shows us the well, same. And it's pin. like should have been a freeze frame, but apparently they couldn't afford that or no. something or figure out how freeze to do it because she like so they just made her uncomfortably smile at yeah. the camera for a few seconds too long, <laughs> right? And before then the end, the end, yeah. And then recaps of all the aerobicizing, yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> style, yeah, yeah, style. yeah. But only the highlights this time, yeah, not like, just random bullshit. Like crotch shots and boobs. Yeah. Yep. Just like mm-hmm. title card the and aerobics and in. title card, the end. And then mm-hmm. the slowest credits ever. <laughs> the yes. slowest credit crawl ever. Geriatric Man, credits. But so much awesome 80s aerobicizing music. Yes. Yeah, I just realized that if there were going to be an actual sequel, it could be Jazzercide. Yes. <laughs> Charlie yes. Parker is pissed. I hope that's far off the registered trademark enough that you could make a movie called that. Mm-hmm. Probably. I don't know. Well, it's not Jazzercise. It's Side. Right. It's in Homicide. <laughs> Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the guy at the patent office. So let's mm. rate this. <laughs> okay. Patent lawyers. Uh, I, I don't deem it a Stargrove. There were, there were some no. crazy Ooh. 80s. The music is great. 
it's nondescript for the most part, mm-hmm. and some of it doesn't fit the scenes it's in, but it's great, and it's wall-to-wall. It, it, there is one song that could like possibly give it any sort of argument for Stargrove, because there is one where it really gets into, like, we're doing exercise, yeah. and, you know, yeah. like, there's one where it's, like, it's mm-hmm. narrating what's friggin' happening, yeah. but... But for the most part, no, not it's a Star Wars. Extremely Close, generic but no, it's, 80s. Yeah, it's good. There's a lot oh, of it. Yeah. I would download the soundtrack About if I could find it. Half the credits were songs. <laughs> yep. And they're all originals. Yes. One was yeah. by Pebbles somebody. <laughs> Pebbles Morgan, Pebbles something. Pe- Pebbles Peb- Phillips. Yeah, that's it. You Hey, you Pebbles Asperger. <laughs> Detective Lieutenant. I just wondered if it was one of the Pebbles Sisters. Wilson Phillips. Uh-huh. Pebbles Phillips was the Could one be. that couldn't. Yeah. It was a daughter, actually. Yeah, they threw her out because she had soiled herself with her. She teamed up with Bam Bam Phillips. Yeah. Awesome. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> We're just riffing, man. Yeah, so right. back to rating. Yeah. Oh, yes. Rating. Um, I will go. I can give this uh, I can give this a hearty two jocks. Hearty. Yeah, I was, at, I was at two jocks, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just it, it, it just becomes a little bit too incoherent to be better than that but it's still fun and stupid and it's weird because like i thought deadly prey was a little bit inept in filmmaking wise but it was fun like i felt like they actually thought about it and were like okay let's choreograph some action Mm -hmm. even if we have no budget Mm -hmm. this just felt like some kind of weird trainer movie like i mean i know that i think you've made movies before this right a couple yeah yeah Yeah, i mean it's just not many it just felt weird like two before this really trying to figure out what the hell they were doing because there's a lot of sort of inept filmmaking in this and bad geography things like that but yeah it's it's fun enough so two jocks yeah i mean it's a two i the the issue is the kills are kind of dull and a lot of them eventually they just give up and start happening off screen sure and that's kind of like if you've got a horror movie don't don't do that yeah like we don't want that right because you've gone for the r you've got boobs aplenty (laughs) i i would venture to say that you do not have boobs aplenty well yeah because boobs aplenty did not take her top off no right there are enough women that do we even get cornflake scarred boobs. <laughs> yeah, no, we get cornflake tits. But yeah, you get lots of those. The Colonel's special <laughs> recipe oh, tits. <laughs> but yeah, but it's there are much better boobs? deadly workout oh, movies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or wait, are there? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll find there out. Much we'll better workout out. movies. Okay, yeah, yeah that's oh, yeah. of course. You watch Perfect with uh, John Travolta. <laughs> Does anyone die in that one? No. Anyone get burned? No. How did it get burned? Yeah, it took 145 mm. episodes. We now know how it got burned. Yep. Yeah. Tanning bed. bed. <laughs> um, I have to give this a single bag. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. It, what? It's not that. It's not that bad. It's just not that good. It didn't satisfy mm. like a Snickers does. <laughs> well, the or a true. bucket of chicken. Or a bucket of chicken. Yes. Crispy. It just didn't. It. It, it didn't hit the marks I thought it needed to. Mm. But it wasn't. You know actively offensive so i understand mm. still you want to go in that bags yeah. territory huh? yeah okay mm-hmm. it's fair i like it when we split sure yeah, from the actual two scales you know, yeah that's that's fun sometimes we it, give each other so much shit when it's like we're one rating off another but yeah i, I like when we're that no, it's, differing it's fine it just make it sorry well i'll balance if it that showed, out if it had showed tits mcgee's tits yeah that would then have, it might have extra, it might have made it to it to a single jock fair enough um yeah i'm gonna give it three jocks 
Uh, really? I, yes, I yes, knew you would. Really? I knew what you'd the love hell? It. It's fun. It's this a fun is, movie. This is terrible in all the ways Chuck loves This is exactly things. what I love. This is pinball summer all over. No, 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 no. Although I did give that three chucks. Yeah, you did. That was yeah, pretty, see? That was good. At least Tits McGee in that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was truly Tits McGee. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's... Don't buy me the soundtrack for this movie. Okay. It's uh, too late. <laughs> check your account. Um, it's, you know, it's not inept, you know. They knew where to put cameras, and they... They knew what cameras were. Like, storytelling-wise, it's sort of inept, but it's not cross, you know? I mean, it's not dull. Whenever mm. there's a lull in the movie, just throw in some aerobicides. <laughs> That's fine by me. I have no problem with this. Um, eh. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's fun. There's better, but there's much, much worse. But yeah, see, so. I, I, I enjoyed I'm, it. I'm actually slightly offended with an eh and a three jocks. Just slightly. I enjoyed the hell... Out of this movie. Okay, there you go. Okay, as long as you officially <laughs> retract that eh. The eh is taken back. Okay. No more eh. Right. Right. Let's go on to the second half, shall we? Okay. Break yes. time. Okay, welcome to the second half. Whoa. Let's go right into it. What? No, I meant... Oh. 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 Let's take a break. And oh, then break. We'll okay. Oh. oh, all right. Fine. Oh, okay. Jesus. All right. Break time. And welcome back. Hey, hey. second half. Let's yeah. do some more podcasts, podcast. shall we? Sure. We got mics. Uh huh. An amazing. <laughs> we got idea. microphones, and recording internet. shit. Yeah. Internet, yeah. computers. Is there enough tape left? Tweets. I think so. Okay. Good. Uh. Okay. So we're going to talk about Bond momentarily. Wow. We are. But I think we voted that uh Done. do newer movie first. Oh, because okay. I, I went to see Dread Ooh. 3D. Oh, Dread 3 Double D. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I did do it in the three dizzles. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. How was Rob Schneider this time? Oh, he's great. Okay, good. Um, no, I uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I don't. I gotta be honest. I don't know a lot about the Judge Dredd character. Short of, I think I've read a comic or two, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously seen the terrible, terrible Sylvester Stallone movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I gotta say, like it, everything about this movie struck me as bold. To make it a hard R action movie is bold, mm-hmm. especially with a comic character. I mean, to actually go, hey, you know, who's our audience? Oh, let's make a movie for them. Mm-hmm. Like, let's ma- actually make it rated R. Um, Carl Urban does not take off his helmet the entire movie. That's the point. Awesome. Um, which is kind of awesome to get a named star and, like, literally never take his helmet off. Like, all he has is scowling jaw that you can tell it's him. Yeah. I thought the 3D was pretty good. Um, there were a couple moments where I really liked it. They 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 use this uh, drug in the, in the in the city called Slow-Mo. And so it literally like slows your brain down. So you perceive reality at about, they say about like 1% real time. Okay. So they will do these cool things. Like as soon as somebody puffs on this thing, which I actually thought was kind of a cool idea. They, they smoke it out of like what looks like a little like asthma inhaler. Oh. You know, it's like, it's just like basically miss, you know, miss it immediately. And they, and it like the whole screen goes like bright colors and That's super how slow drugs motion. will be done in the future. Yeah. So like that, that stuff's so really cool. I'm working on making drugs be done now. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, that that stuff's really cool. Like when they when they break it down into the slow mo vision and hmm. like, like one of the first scenes that you see with it is um, uh, what's her name? Olivia? No, Lena Hetty. Lena Hetty. Oh yeah, Lena Hetty um, from Game of Thrones. Yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. Three hundred. Right. She's like 
she's like the evil bad guy in the movie, and they, you know, she's Armand Desante. Yes, huh. <laughs> it was a bold choice. But yeah, like she, she's like on it, and like she's like in the bathtub, so she's like splashing water, and it's just like glistening and super slow motion and craziness, and so all all that stuff I thought was really cool for the 3D. A lot of it probably was not necessary. Sure. Uh, so it was shot in 3D. Yeah, I believe believe so. Okay. I have not verified that for sure, but pretty sure it was. All right. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's good. The the story is basically, as a lot of people have said, is kind of ripped off or very similar to the Raid Redemption. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they go to investigate a crime and get locked inside a high rise tower. Hmm. And basically the person comes on the mic and it's like, Hey, um, we got two judges in the building, uh, kill them. Oh, so it's kind of like, Oh fuck. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of, I played that level in many video games. Yeah. yeah. So very, very similar plot to the raid redemption, but I think it stands on its own and yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's a great bit of action violence. I've been uh, hearing good things. Yeah. And I, I really, I really like the soundtrack. I'm probably going to buy it. It's just the it dubstep. Uh, no, it's just <laughs> kind of like hard, crunchy electronica the entire Ooh. time. Crunchy tronica. Yeah. Crunchy tronica. Yeah. So <laughs> Elect crunch. I, I liked it. Electro crunch. Annika. Yeah. <laughs> Harmonic crunch. That sounds good. I will see it on Blu-ray. Yeah. That's good. In 3D? No. We're going to talk about Bond now? Don't get too excited with that this time. The movie doesn't even care enough to do it. So, so I'm doing it for it. Yeah. Yep, we're up to Pierce Brosnan and Bond time. Yay. That means it's GoldenEye time. GoldenEye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, from now on, yep. you must say it like that. GoldenEye. We'll, we'll get to a better rendition of it okay. a little later in the mm-hmm. show yeah. when we get to emails. But uh, yeah, GoldenEye, Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Six-year gap. Well, they dealt with legal issues and all sorts of BS. Shenanigans and waiting for people to forget that License to Kill made no money. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. But it's like they finally got the bond they wanted. Yes. For a long time. Yeah. A very, very long time. And he fucking steps right in. Yeah. Steps Uh, back in time. Retcons it. Oh, yeah. Goes back to 1986. Starts off. Because the... Yeah, okay. the cold See, open is nine years in the past, so I didn't even make that connection until you told me about it. I did, but yeah, forget that Dalton guy. <laughs> and then it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good cold open. Yeah, where Bond and his buddy murder a thousand people. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> it's just machine gun anything that moves. Yeah, and he's given quips and mm-hmm. just running around gunning dudes down and yeah, getting pissed off at that Russian. He does not like Russians. Yeah, I Who mean does? it's. Mm. Russians, all Liars. sorts of awesome stuff in that opener. Yeah, you, know, you got the bungee jump thing, which back then was kind of awesome, but now it's kind of like, oh, oh yeah, people bungee jumped. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean that was an like, awesome thing. It's still kind of crazy because it know, set a world record. Well, I mean, not only that, but I mean, it's like you know to stop at the bottom of a bungee jump via yeah. right crossbow thing, whatever <laughs> gun yeah. attachment. Yeah, <laughs> which I still don't understand how you would unhook yourself because wouldn't the bungee cord just go boom? <laughs> up like really hard you know what i mean like yeah if you've now stretched yourself to the limit of the bungee cord yeah mm-hmm. down to the bottom and you tried to undo yourself it's just yeah it would fly back with the violence of a thousand suns yes <laughs> but it's bond so it I, I, know, I know i know okay yeah yeah but there's that weird bit when they get captured in the thing where he unleashes all the barrels and those things just fly oh, out yeah. like like what was the i mean like if there was any kind of seismic activity or something on this mountain or whatever it is 
these things are not i mean they're contained but they're contained like at a violent pressure level mm-hmm. of they will come busting out at what and just thousands of barrels will just spill yeah. out into this room yeah as far as i'm concerned the only thing i mean the bungee jump yes cool and diving after the plane impracticable but cool insane oh, yeah. um but <laughs> awesome. the, the coolest thing about the they the love cold, skydiving in bond yeah they yeah. do the, cold, the coolest thing about the cold open is the hiding behind the barrels like just the way that's shot and yeah. the way it's slow and the, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. you know the one guy shooting at it and luckily missing the barrels yeah. and, the main russian dude's like clever girl <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's that's the only thing that's in this entire movie that really feels like okay that is a bond thing to do like everything else feels like james bond became action hero which well, is one of the reasons like this movie annoys me is even even with the violence of License to Kill, it was like he was he wasn't mass murdering dudes. No. He was going after the people who, in some way, stopped him from getting to his revenge yes. thing. Yes, and this is just like fucking murder every person ever. Well, yep, that's it's issue. a license to massacre. <laughs> yeah, like I remember this movie benefited so much from DVD. Mm-hmm. because this was one of the first DVDs they ever put out, mm-hmm. and everybody put it on their systems and were like, check it out. I have fucking surround sound in my house. <laughs> right. L- look at this movie. Yeah. you know, and, Marvel at me. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of the love for Goldeneye, mm-hmm. but I have not watched it you know, in at least 10, probably 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And what I was struck with was the pacing. It is like relentless. Like, it does not stop for goddamn anything. And usually I would love that, but this one, it just feels haphazard. It's like they don't have that connecting stuff that leads to, okay, here's why he's here now. Here's why they're here now. Here's why this guy's here. It's just like, oh, Bond's here. Cool. All right, Bond's here. There. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah. Oh, where they, there they are. Oh, how'd she get there? Oh, who cares? Well, look, tank. <laughs> you know, it just like fucking goes. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, you could just call this Bond blows up goddamn everything. Sure. I mean, to the point that one of the characters makes it a running joke that every vehicle he gets in gets destroyed <laughs> because everything fucking blows up in this movie. It's mm-hmm. like they went to they they're like, everyone loves action movies. So let's make this a friggin action movie. Well, they were and, trying to catch up with the genre at that point. They were yeah. just like they'd been they they clearly were hurt by License to Kill not making any money. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we've got to rethink how we're doing this. And, you know, like the Cold War had ended and, you know, like a lot of stuff happened in the interim. And it was, you know, I mean, the movie makes a nice attempt at kind of rebooting everything, but still Mm -hmm. acknowledging all of the old stuff at the same time. But I think that's one of the things that's the weirdest about it is like they have that little joke when he first walks into M's office mm-hmm. and he's like, your predecessor kept, you know, yeah. a nice bottle mm-hmm. of scotch and I prefer this, whatever. Right. It's like, and it's just, it's just, and the offices look completely different. Yeah. So. It's, 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 it's little things like that. It's just like, well, are you, are you rebooting it or not? Because yeah. like there's, there's weird little things like this doesn't make sense if it's still in the same universe. Yeah. And I mean, I like the scene where she's like dressing him down and mm-hmm. everything, but then you're like, hold on. She's putting down everything that we've liked for the last 30 years. Where you know she's like, you're a dinosaur and you can't sexist misogynist yeah. dinosaur and you won't you can't seduce me and you know dot tumblr dot com <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I I had forgotten she's only in one scene yeah she only shows up basically for a cameo right you know it, it's an extended cameo one scene thing that's basically all M ever did was have one Certainly scene. Good. Sometimes he would come back in another scene, but most like of the, the movies... Sometimes at the end, just yeah. to like, you know, do yeah, but like, well, let's having see, sex let, on whatever let's vehicle. Bond a medal, let's see what's going on. Yeah, but yeah. this one, to me, it just, it feels so haphazard because Bond's just 
there. You know, like the the opening scene after the after the credits with Goldeneye, which you know, with the Tina Turner song, which Chuck hates. God, I can't stand. I it. think it's average. It's the worst song in the series. It's not what that, that is. No, Chuck, shut, shut up. Just shut, <laughs> shut up. You've heard all time who, high. Who, shut up. Who do you hate in that mix? Because I will admit that that's a weird mix for a Bond song. Do you hate Tina Turner? For no. some in general, do you hate? Because I mean, it's they got Tina Turner. Do you ten really years like after expiration? Turner. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like it, it's bizarre because it's written by Bono and the Edge. Yeah, is that who you hate? Do no. you hate you too? And Nelly Hooper, who produced everything in the early '90s. I just mean like uh, I don't hate any of the people involved. It's just they are allowed to totally fuck up at some point, okay. and I think they all came together at the right moment and totally fucked it up. <laughs> I I think that. I, the song I think they ended, made something totally average. I can't string together two words in a row of that song. Golden Eye. That's one. <laughs> What's the next word? That's kind of two. It's no. <laughs> You'll I, never know. Something, something. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Bond's it your is, private dancer. I mean, look. He I dances should, for money. <laughs> he does what you want him to do. And, I mean, and I we should, don't need another hero. I should point out, I've never seen any of the Brosnans. This is the first rolling, time I've seen rolling, any of them. So this is actually the first the time. <laughs> This is the first time I've actually heard that song. I've never even heard it before. Yeah. Doop, 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 but like doop. when it was over, I was just like, it was completely unmemorable to me. Yeah. I, I mean, just, it's, I can't. It's not the best song, but it's not the worst by God. I think it's the worst. Right. License to Kill is terrible. License all Time is High better. is awful. All, all Time High is great. Living Daylights, I could not tell you a single, like I couldn't even tell you anything about I could sing about the entire song. song right now. You, then you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I have, you have horrible taste I in have music, that soundtrack Chuck. on cassette. Well, you're an idiot. Oh, well, whatever. Why do you still have cassettes, man? I, I don't have it anymore. Get it on I, CD. <laughs> and then to snap the CD and get MP3s of it. Yeah. But, no, okay. but either way, but I miss Maurice Binder already. Yes. Yeah, the, the opening Because the opening is just weird. This, It's like the guy who did it, I forget his name now, but he's done all of them since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like someone told him what Maurice Binder openings were like, mm-hmm. but he had never seen one. Yeah. Because it feels like, okay, well, you've got these things, and you've got the chicks gyrating, but then you've got giant hammer and sickles falling from the sky, and it just, it's like a CGI nightmare. I get what they were doing with that. I mean, they were almost trying to give the whole transition of time from what happened since the last time you saw a Bond movie until now, which was basically just, you know, Russia falling and all that. Mm -hmm. I get the symbolism of it, but it was just like, okay, enough. Well, I think that's what, I think that was what was, if there's something to be said that was an interesting idea for this movie, it's that... Probably from the time that they made License to Kill to now, the fall of the wall and, mm-hmm. you know, communism, oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So many things had changed. They were like, how are you going to make a Bond movie when you have no communists to fight? Right. Exactly. So they know? just fought communists. So they, they <laughs> retconned and said, like, well, here's some French people that are, yeah. you know, using some old Soviet weaponry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which is an interesting idea to say, like, oh, sure. you know, this is our old staple, so we're still going to kind of do it. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought this movie was slightly better than Dalton's debut I these movies they all have such a hard time introducing a new Bond, and I think this is probably the best. I, I think Roger Moore slipped into the character easily. That movie was sort of goofy. This, it's sort of goofy. Live and let die. Live and let die is sort of goofy. Mm. It's supernatural, and a dude explodes at the end because they yeah, inflated him. Yes, but <laughs> okay. To but, me, to me, Brosnan just he is Bond. Like right oh, yeah. off the bat, he's I never had any he's question. Terrific. Yeah, but the movie lets him down. Yes. Don't expect it to get much better. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Chuck, I, I still think Chuck will increasingly <laughs> like the Brosnan. I, okay. Here's the thing. When when 
the, the tank sequence, uh-huh. which is the first time that the fucking idiot who did the music actually remembered the Bond score and threw it in there. <laughs> it, it's like that scene in Superman Returns where it's like, okay, hit the. You're trying to hit the, you know, can I read your mind theme, but you're waiting 10 minutes to do it. Get mm-hmm. to it. Get to the thing. It's like this movie just, you know, it, it does the license to kill thing again, which is it fucks up the, the opening of not yeah. giving you the, the horns at the very beginning. And then it, it just, it's all. You know, like that car chase is all this wiki wiki scratch, you know, whoop, 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 you know, and oh, it's yeah, like, like, what is this shit? Stop I had, that. I had forgotten how <laughs> terrible Eric Serra's soundtrack yeah. for that movie is. Like, I had literally blocked it out of my mind because the only part I remembered is when Bond bursts a tank through a wall just as the theme kicks in, <laughs> yes, blaring. That is and fair. that is like among the best moments out of any Bond movie. Yeah. Out of all of them, I thought, is when that tank just fucking bursts out. And it's like, <laughs> that's what I was finally on board. I was like, okay, this is a Bond movie. Fantastic. I'm here. Yeah, and he's he's like straightening his tie yeah. as he's cranking the tank. And like up. debris oh, falling I, on me. He's just like scene. annoyed by it. But like, not- <laughs> I checked out of the movie so long before that. I, oh. I could not care. Yeah, about but how that's it's so good. No, I hate it. Throws you right oh. back into it. It's just fucking tank no. through wall. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's the fucking Rampage Bond for no reason. Ah, like I said, I understand Rampage Bond when it's like a vendetta or something. He's just fucking wrecking shit for no reason. In he this was movie. trapped in a tank yard. He's trying to get the girl. <laughs> yeah. That scene anyway, was great. Yeah, okay. That, that great scene's scene. a lot of fun. Like, logically, <laughs> plot-wise, no, it's stupid. Well, it shouldn't happen. But like you know drifting. what? There are so many stupid things that shouldn't happen in Bond movies. He's but. drifting in the tank somehow. I don't know how he's doing that. Yeah. Um, but that scene is, like, so much fun and so well done. Yeah. For everything it does. Surprisingly well done. I mean, I kept looking at it like, when is this going to show its, you know... When are we going to see the the seams in this? And you know, it's like mm-hmm. okay, I can tell this is a- well. There are plenty of other things to do that for it. I one of my notes I made was uh, sadly Goldeneye is an argument against practical model effects. Well, because those were <laughs> awful. Like the entire opening sequence of the the satellite facility. Yeah, I mean, models were just that was so poorly done. Well, when the yeah. one MIG crashes yes. into that uh, was just terrible. That like was the awful. wings were flat. You know, just just like were they made of rubber? Yeah. <laughs> you was, get the feeling they did CG and it just didn't look right. Though, like, and they were probably just like, it's not here yet. Yeah. Like we can't run with this, and they had to hastily do something because I mean they started filming in January of that year, and the movie came out in December. Yeah. So yeah, this was fast. done on a fast ass. Yeah. Yeah. Budget, but I, I just plot wise, I don't like how Bond is just there racing Xenia on a top right off the bat. I and didn't he's understand. Just like, oh, I, and there she is in the casino. Like he doesn't have any reason to be doing the things he's doing aside from he's Bond and he's got a suspicion. Yeah, but there's no like all the opening stuff that gets him to where he's a part of things is all sheer coincidence, and I hate that. Well, yeah. he never. It's always lazy when you do. I that. I think the thing about it that annoys me the most is he never has a mission. Like yeah, literally, he's there, and it's just like. Why? Why are you there? Yeah. I mean, you were you were being evaluated by well, the one say, lady. Yeah, and they he yeah. her. Yeah, well, I'm just saying it's like that. That was ostensibly why he was driving on right. that road or whatever. But they they skipped the whole like go here to investigate this possible thing. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, he poses so often in the first half of this movie. Like when he opens the the sliding glass door to the boat. Yeah, he's just like. Striking the pose, throwing the door open, and what's so weird? I must have seen the trailer to this movie a hundred times because there are twenty five shots in this movie where I'm just like, oh, that was in the trailer. Oh, that was in it. It's just him posing and him doing things. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, they really just this is this movie was made for a trailer. All these little moments, you know, yeah. no more foreplay. It's like I that line was the closing of every trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I Xenia on a top has not 
aged well as far as a character. Like it's oh, she's an awful character. So one note, and I, I she's think, memorable because she's so crazy off the wall, but it doesn't work. <laughs> she's memorable to me because I think Famke Jensen is smoking freaking hot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. other than that, she's a terrible character. Yeah, well, she looks. She doesn't look good in this movie. Oh, the the okay. lipstick is weird. I yeah, mean, like they make her super pale and, and they give her, the give her super lipstick, dark. Yeah, yeah it's, I think it's they got two of the hottest Bond girls they've had in years. I mean, both of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the Russian chick. I thought she yeah. was fun. But she's in Rain of Fire. Oh, yeah. Um, Honest Hop was she she's let down by the fact this is a PG-13 movie. Her character yeah. is a very R-rated character. And so killing people mm-hmm. the way she does cannot really be that effective in a PG-13 movie. Yeah. E- they were even pushing it almost like, you know, if I had small children, I'd be like, hey, why don't you go over there for a mm-hmm. second? She's having orgasms she while so she's happy? killing him. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. really likes her job right. killing people. Oromov is a bit fun, but he just kind of like the way he goes out is just lame. I mean, he just he he vanishes, almost gets shot like off screen practically. Yeah, I and remembered like, when on. the credits rolled. I was like, wait, did they kill that guy? Where yeah. did he go? <laughs> yeah, and then, but I mean, Sean Bean. Yeah, I, I think that's he's a good, great too. But that's a good villain death too. Where just oh, like, yeah. drop him to his death and then drop the fucking satellite on him. Wait, <laughs> like, wait, Sean Bean dies in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocker! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. His agent negotiated it in. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will say putting Joe ba- Joe Don Baker in here was a mistake. Yes, that's a huge on my notes. mistake. That was on my notes. Really? Why yeah. him again? I mean, had he not been in the Living Daylights, maybe. But he's so clearly a stand-in for Felix Leiter, and I don't understand why they couldn't just use him. I, was it yeah. because they would had to do the continuity of dudes missing a leg now or something? I mean, well, I don't know. They never stuck to continuity before. But I don't so. think they ever brought Felix Leiter in for any of the. I don't think he comes back until the, the, until the Daniel Craig Yeah, but um, because Jordan Baker comes back, doesn't yes, he? Yes, he does. Jesus he's Christ. in Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> That's so stupid. I mean, even as a CIA guy, he's too old. He's too old to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just—it's one thing like when you bring back, a, you know, like Octopussy, bring her back. Well, it's like that—that that had been a good ten years, and she looked considerably different, right? You know, I mean, it, it'd been some time, yeah. And this is like, oh yeah, he looks exactly the same. Two he was just, later. yeah, he was <laughs> a bad guy two movies ago. Yeah, it's and confusing. Yeah, he doesn't. It's, ha- it's not like he has a range where it's like, he oh, he's no. a different guy now. Yeah, no, he's still yeah, this sort of wacky bumpkin. It didn't bother me as much as it bothered you guys, I guess. Uh, but it didn't bother me. It was just like it was out of play. It, it took you out of the movie. It was just you start thinking about casting, and then you start thinking about why is he back in this? What dirty pictures of the producers does he have? Or you know, it's mm-hmm. like you know, it, yeah. I just, I just like can't it. believe when they were rebooting it, they were like, you know who we need? Jodan Baker. It's like no one's ever said that. Well, ever. There's, yeah, <laughs> not. It's like there's a million other people you could have chosen. Yeah. that's what's weird. Wayne Newton. The, no, the thing, <laughs> I, I think the thing that, that that confuses me about this movie is is the reason why I think I I think I dislike this movie more than most of the others is I you know we we've, we've talked about it. I hate it when a movie has potential and fails mm-hmm. because this cast is amazing. Yeah. like I mean you 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 finally you cast Bond. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you got the person you've wanted for a long time. Mm-hmm. You have the same director who will go on to make Casino Royale later, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. You've got, I he's mean, he's also got other good movies on his resume. Oh, I know, like I know. Mask of Zorro is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's a good quality guy. I mean, you got, you got freaking Judy Dench playing him. I mean, a little bit odd in the, in the casting, but it, I think a good choice is because they've kept her on mm-hmm. even sure. past the second reboot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you've got Sean Bean, who's great. I mean, you got Famke Jansen, uh, 
awesome. You got, I mean, even in small parts, you got yeah. Robbie Coltrane playing a small part. You got Alan Cumming, who's mm-hmm. I've never in enough movies, and yeah. as far as I'm concerned, um, I never know how to say his freaking name, but I love that Chiky Caro guy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, there's so many freaking good people in this, this movie. This was the first one, like when the cast was, when the credits were rolling, I was just like, whoa, this one actually yeah. has people in it. It's not just villain and mm-hmm. then a bunch of people I've never heard of. It's yeah. hey, there's a lot. They've got they've done a good job casting this. Yeah, it's, it's it's like one of the first times where it's like, oh, like well down into the cast, there's mm-hmm. people you recognize. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, even, and even stupid mini driver showing up. To that was awfully. weird. That was so bizarre. I I had to. Well, like, she was nobody. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's the what thing is like so me. many of these people were like Sean Bean wasn't particularly well known well, before no. then. No, neither was Famke not, Jansen. Not I think was that her first role. Mini driver. No, Famke Jansen. No, probably your first American role. Yeah, big American role. Yeah, but. Yeah, when like Minnie Driver showed up, I was so confused on her career path timeline because you know, having not seen this, I didn't know if it was like, oh, the famous Minnie Driver is in a weird wacky cameo, or uh, it was right before she. Yeah, it was, she was nobody. Somebody that, that yeah. people knew, but. but man, it was just it was so obvious. It was just like, oh look, Minnie Driver. Mm. Yeah. It's not like Dolph Lundgren who was just hanging out in the background. It was like, right. here's Minnie Driver's big face right in the camera. <laughs> yeah. But Minnie I mean, Driver's it's... big face is <laughs> my something something cover band. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there are some fun action scenes, but at, taken as a whole, and I think that's why I remember liking this movie so much is because I had seen it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Skip to this, skip to this, right. skip to this, skip to this, and you know, obviously, you don't care about pacing when you're doing that. But then when you watch it back, you're like, "What the yeah. shit?" I will say the one the, the cleverest thing I thought about the movie was when Alan Cumming gets Q's pen. That whole thing at the end where he's just oh, fucking yeah. with mm-hmm. it. It's also a little Deus Ex Machina because it's like. He didn't know there was going to be some guy who's sure. twiddling and clicking a pen. Yeah, but, but I just yeah. thought it was a weird random. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, yeah. Like, they, but you I, know. I love that. Also, Sean Bean knows exactly how yeah. to disarm the yeah. bombs that Bond has set up. Yes, but what's irritating about that is he knows everything about 007, and he puts him in the dumbest possible situation to kill him, which is to put him in that helicopter and then yeah. shoot missiles at it. It's so. Although I did like that that Brosnan started to make a joke to the chick in the back who was screaming at it and just stopped when he was all tied up. He was just like, I'm a bit tight. Oh, forget it. <laughs> he mm. just, just wouldn't even bother finishing. The, yeah. The but, but you're right. The, the pen clicking scene is great. Cause you find yourself instinctively counting how many clicks. Yeah. You're like, wait, what's every that? time how, he does oh, it. Is that mm. for, oh, it was four. Okay. Well, ooh. <laughs> yeah, like, and he just keeps going yeah. and going with that pen. Yeah. I think, Oh, the other thing is the Q sequence. It's just like, Oh yeah. I love that. Part. Well, no, no, I'm just thinking, no, I, I was going to say it. it's like, Q's workshop suddenly became a friggin' fun house. Like, I mean, like a <laughs> yeah, little bit. Before, I, loved like, it. I mean, there's a little bit before that, like the ghetto blasted one, you know, sure. like things like that, where yeah. like there was a like one thing whacking the background, but this one is just like every two whacking. seconds is like whoop, <laughs> well, whoop. Well, I, I just enjoy that he and Bond seem to be having fun together. Yeah, it's yeah. not antagonistic. Well, you know, like, like, like they're is. doing the don't say it. Right, it's like pens mightier than the sword. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh jeez. I yeah. like that there's this one bit where Brosnan's just like typing on a laptop and Q's just looking at him angrily like, are you finished? <laughs> All he was doing was typing on a laptop. He wasn't playing with a gadget. He was just like, tick, 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 tick. Yeah, one of those nice big ass IBM yeah. ThinkPads. And then he just too. closes it like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it was just like mm-hmm. Q yelling at him for playing with a laptop. And then he takes laptop. the sandwich at the yeah. end. That's my lunch. <laughs> yeah. I, there's, there's fun stuff in this movie, but on the whole, it kind of, it falls down further than I thought it would. It's... Yeah. It's a mishmash. I, I'm going to reserve judgment because I, I got to be honest. Um, Die another day. I remember parts of it. It's awful. I know that. I do remember that much about it. 
No. <laughs> Spoilers ahead. No. Tomorrow Never Dies, I don't remember a fucking thing about. I saw that in the theaters. Just, I, can't, I can't tell you a single thing about it except that Michelle Yeoh's in it. Oh. I'm going to tell you. No. I fucking love that movie. Tomorrow Never Dies? Yes. Okay. It was actually the first DVD I ever purchased. I'm saying, I do not remember a thing. I, like, I couldn't tell you anything that happens in that movie. Is I, that the next one? You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. you will remember stuff but about I, it. But, but I... I strangely remember, like I think, like being sort of thankful that when the world world is not enough came out, and I know it's not, it's probably not a good movie. I just remember it, like feeling like the one that most returned to Bond form, where it wasn't like he was just mass murdering everybody. It was like goofy villains, you know, situations, mm-hmm. things like that. But overall, my prediction about Bond is, is like they finally cast the right Bond, and they gave him four awful movies. Hmm. It's just my opinion so far, and what I remember of it. Okay, well. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I know Chuck will be happy because Eric Sarah does not return. It's David Arnold from here on out. Oh, hooray. Who is clearly a John Barry fan and Sweet. a guy who understands that the stuff you're saying, like when you do the opening, you fucking do it right. Yeah. And I, I do agree that his score is that I do like Eric Sarah. However, he just doesn't need to be doing something like this. Yeah. I think he, he does whimsical, weird soundtracks like Luke Besson stuff. Great. But mm. not doing big mm. action things like this. I just, I can't understand why every Bond trailer knows to use that music to get you to go, oh, yeah, I want to see that. But then the movies are just like, eh, well, maybe we'll use it, maybe we won't. Yeah. We'll it's see. It's just How? people trying to be overly, put their stamp on something. Yeah, well, you know, when Marvin Hamlish came in and put his stamp on it, and it was awesome because he not only stuck to the music, but then put his own spin to it. Or, mm-hmm. uh, what's his face? Mm-hmm, Did exactly. The, no, the Bill Conti. <laughs> Bill Conti, yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I love Bill Conti. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. So yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah. 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 It has a better rep than it probably should. It's better than Never Say Never Again. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the original. Very little that isn't better than. Yes, Never it's better than the original again. Casino Royale as well. Jesus. So BJ. Yes. You've been a little quiet during the Goldeneye discussion here. Um. Yeah, a little bit. Were you watching something else? Um. In the seven and a half hours that it took you guys to discuss Goldeneye, <laughs> um, I watched a miniseries from 2000 called The Tenth Kingdom. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you've mentioned this before. <laughs> yeah. Um, Roz from Night Court's in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Oh. I don't think oh, Roz. Oh, it's Marky Post, right? No. No. Um, I like her. Uh, Brad Paisley's wife is in it. Uh, it's Scott Cohen, uh, John Larroquette, <gasps> Ed O'Neill. Ooh. Rutger Hauer. Well, yeah, sold. Warwick, Warwick Davis. What? Double sold. <laughs> and um, famed plus size model Cameron Mannheim. <laughs> Unsold. <laughs> Unsubscribed. <laughs> Two not one. Um, <laughs> my friend recommended this as a bad something. She sort of she said movie, but it, it's a mini series mm-hmm. that she loved. And so I just found it on Netflix and decided to sit down and watch it. You know everything we liked about um, Max Magician? Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of seven and a half hours of that sort of thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> There's not... There isn't seven and a half hours of yeah. No. Aww. But Scott Cohen chews up scenery like it's fucking candy. Um should I know who Scott Cohen is? No, probably okay, not. Great. Uh, I have no idea what else he's done of note. Famous um, for the Tenth Kingdom. <laughs> uh, he was in One Life to Live and Gia and Get the Gringo. Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> so he's he's. Oh, he was in Pan Am, that series that lasted three episodes. Oh, that was a good show. Oh, sweet, yeah. Mm. Never uh, saw it. That series that I saw 
one episode of. Yeah. And clawed my eyes out. Mad Men in the air. Only not nearly as interesting or charming <laughs> or well written or produced or acted. Okay. Um, but obviously over overacting here got him that role. So. Oh, man. <laughs> man did it. He plays a, a wolf, like sort of like a werewolf. Uh-huh. Um, and he's always just on edge. He's just, he's, ah, he's rabid, feral, kind of out of, out there, man. Um, Is this in modern times? It does take place sort of in modern times, but there are parallel, not parallel, not quite parallel universes. There's a portal to go between New York and this other <laughs> area with these nine kingdoms. Uh, New York is the 10th kingdom. Oh, Spoiler I get it. alert. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Brad Paisley's wife gets... Um, <laughs> Who is that? Her name is Kimberly Williams oh. Paisley. Oh, well, Jesus, yes. Kimberly, Kimberly Williams. Williams. Yes. Oh, from Father of the Bride. Yes. Yeah. Kimberly Williams. Uh, she gets transported and... Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah. And she's, at one point, she gets her hair cut and it's this short little cute... She's, uh-huh. Yeah, she's really cute. <laughs> um, Go on. <laughs> John Larroquette plays her father and he is... How's his hair? Um, balding, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Oh, um, and he plays a terrible person. Um, <laughs> Does he play stretch. it well, or yeah, marginally? I mean, he's it's John Larroquette. He's not. It's not his best work. Okay, I'd say, right. but it's passable. Just out of curiosity, if you had to say what John Larroquette's best work Night is, court. okay. <laughs> just Duh. wondered, just wondered where that would go. Yeah, didn't know if the you John could, Larroquette uh, second side or. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, or second side is a close <laughs> second. Second side, close second. Um, I get it. <laughs> Ed O'Neill plays a troll king. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to resell me on this now? <laughs> I'm just... Rutger Hauer plays the huntsman. Okay. The limpy old huntsman. <laughs> Wait. Because hmm. he has a leg injury? Um, Is he blind? No, he's just kind of... <laughs> he a blind huntsman? No, he just walks slowly and kind of okay. gimpy. All right, then. He's never in a hurry, but sure. he's always there on time. Rutger Hauer. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it is... Yeah. <laughs> It says that on his resume. <laughs> Never in a hurry, but always, always on, on time. time. Rutger, Rutger Hauer. Hauer. I'm going to put that on my resume. Um, if you liked Max Magician, oh, good. you will like this. It's, oh, it's so. basically how you, should, how you should kind of imagine this. Repackage that box art and get it out there. But it is seven and a half hours, so it's a lengthy investment. Sure. How many parts is it? It's five parts, an okay, hour and a half so, a piece. All right. So over a couple of weeks, you could you could knock it out in a okay. week if you have nothing better to do with your nights. Hey, that's me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You have nothing better to do with any of your time. I so know. <laughs> you could watch it all in one day. Yay! Man, I will do that. Sweet live tweet it, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's 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 fun. I I would heartily recommend it. So you okay. got to part five, and you were like, "Let's do this. Let's wrap this tenth kingdom bitch up." Yes. Okay. I, like, I have to. I have to. I have to finish the fight. I must know. All right. All right. The fact that you stuck with it all the way through five, like you could have stopped after part four and be like, no, <laughs> this nope, is terrible. I, I had to finish it. No, it's 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 terrible in all those charming ways. Ah. So. Like a robicide. No. Oh. No. Oh. No. Like I said, more like Max Magician. Gotcha. Than, okay. Mm, those kind of ways. Okay. Yeah. I like those ways. All right. No terribly annoying children, though. I like that. Yeah. Like there that. are some kind of annoying trolls. Well. Oh, no. They're, they're trolls. Yeah. <laughs> The trolls do get kind of fucking annoying. This, this miniseries sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know all those things you like? They suck. <laughs> <laughs> but, that sounds great. Uh, Warwick Davis plays a dwarf. 
What? I it's typecasting. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's uh, I I felt really bad for him. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor little guy. He should have played the huntsman. He should have. Poor little feller. <laughs> <laughs> but he was pretty awesome. I have to say. Huh. Good deal. So. Check it out, Tenth Kingdom on Netflix Instant. Will do. Yeah. Starring Kimberly Williams Paisley. Thank mm. you for clarifying. Thanks. Brad Paisley's wife. Yeah. Brad Paisley's <laughs> wife. I just it was more fun to describe it that way. That's sad. It's sad that she's re- reduced, reduced to, that. to Brad Paisley. Yeah, I'd, yeah, well, I'd have married her. I, mean, I think I have one of those ties. Speaking of TV, it. real quick, oh, huh? I finished season two of Community. Yay! Yay! I still like season one better. Oh. Season two has higher Yay. highs, but it also has lower lows. Oh. Well, yeah, I just, I, they kind of fall into a rut of one character always trying to destroy something other character, another character enjoys. Yeah. And they resort to making Chevy chase that character a few too many times, but they also have the other characters do it as well. So it's kind of, I don't know. It, yeah. be, it becomes a show about people I don't necessarily like anymore. And I, I disliked that to a certain extent, but there's still some great stuff. Like the second the season finale paintball stuff is awesome. And the Dungeons and Dragons episode is the best episode of the series so far that I've seen. So it's all pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is it's all good. It's just varying degrees of good. (laughs) So yeah, I like it. I'm starting season three. I've always said, I give that show a pass when they do a bad episode because they, they go for it. Like they, Mm -hmm. they commit to something. If it's a crazy idea, if it doesn't work, I can still give them credit for not being like, you know, yeah, whatever. Norm can't yeah. drink anymore. You know, it's like, oh no, what will Norm do? Not drink. Right. Yeah. Except and I does. mean, people have a clip show that ends up being their most expensive episode <laughs> because they create a whole bunch of fake episodes that to remember is mm. just. Yeah. Dan Harmon probably doesn't wonder why they fired him. No, I he he saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's still a fun show. Still enjoying it. I'm starting season three now. So good man. I'll probably be done with that by next week. Glad you're on board for the for the heartache that's about to come. Yeah, <laughs> the crushed souls. Yeah, crushing those souls, bro. So speaking of soul crushing, uh-huh. we got voice soul crushing, bro. Right, and featuring other crushing. Yeah. Huh. So uh, let's take this. Uh, we got back to back. We'll probably just play them together. Uh, two voicemails in a row from uh, Clint, the imaginary truck driver in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a while. So. Hey. Hey guys, it's Clint from Madison. Hey, I was just calling up, haven't called for a while, and just thought maybe you guys should think about doing like a disclaimer or a warning at the beginning of the podcast, because I was at the gym working out and uh, was on the bench press and just about killed myself when uh, somebody had said from your last Savage Beach that Donna looked like a leather moccasin oiled up. Um, I, I just about killed myself. Uh, luckily, somebody was there to help me out. So um, might want to put a disclaimer up there on that one. Uh, other thing you had said, you guys saw the master. Um, it looked interesting. I had a friend who had went and said uh, the same thing you did. Went and saw it, said it sucked, uh, didn't care for it. And I can't believe that you went and saw the master but didn't see dread. Um, I went and saw it, loved it, thought it was awesome. Wife thought it was awesome. Carl Irvin totally owned that character, and uh, he was awesome. Uh, no tits, uh, but lots of swearing and boatloads of killing. Um, it might be one of those ones when I rent it someday on DVD. I actually try to do a body count because it's got to be up to about 200. So, anyways, guys, love the podcast as always. Clint out. Oh, no, yeah, wait, I got new new ending here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Clint. Yeah. Dread corrected. <laughs> 
as you heard earlier. Yep, so. yep. I think it's above 200, especially for one scene. Damn. I actually started to try to count because my I listened, kind of movie. I listened to that bit, that voicemail before I went to see it. Oh, really? And I was like, I for like the first twenty minutes, I was like, yeah, keeping a little count. I was like, fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> so, hands up. Fuck Those it. are the best kind. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's the other one. Hey guys, it's Clint from Madison again. I forgot to tell you something when I was uh, rattling off a message trying to keep it short. That Andy Sedaris uh, collection that I think it's girls, girls guns and g strings. I actually got that. Watched them all. Um, you, they don't get too much better. There is one that's amusing with, I think it's Pat Morita, who played uh, on Happy Days. He's in one of them, and there is one with a professional wrestler, but you may have seen the best ones out of them already. Um, and a funny note, uh, when I finished that series up, I actually donated that to uh, DVDs to send over to the troops in Afghanistan. So hopefully somebody who's had a really bad day over there, we'll get a kick out of that collection. So have a good one, guys. Bye. Oh, da. Clint, you're an American hero. Yep, you truly are. That is one of the best possible uses for DVDs like that once yes. you're done with them. Mm-hmm. Until we can bring them home, give them boobs. <laughs> that is the new army motto. That yep. should be the DVDs. Hooters till they're home. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. We're starting the foundation. Yeah. Uh, I want to write till every American soldier comes home. Till they're home. <laughs> Maybe uh, Brad Paisley can yeah. write yeah. Do it with Brad Paisley's wife. Yeah. 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 Toby Keith's already listening. In. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's already got an outline and some chord progressions going. Yeah. He's got a whole album of it ready to go. <laughs> he wrote that song ten years ago. Yeah. It's been sitting, sitting on it. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, those are all. That's all good voice messages. Okay. Very good. Well, we have others, so let's move on. Okay. Hey, you guys. Uh, great show as always. But, um, Chuck, um, Kate Capshaw as Willie is a very annoying character, but she is not the most annoying character of the 80s because that would be the Rick Moranis character in Streets of Fire. Have you seen this movie? Because basically he plays the same role as Willie in that he's tagging along with our heroes and does nothing but whine and complain. But he's also played by Rick Moranis. So in addition to being a cowardly whiny guy, He's the sarcastic guy who gets into trouble because he can't keep his mouth shut. And he's also the arrogant bully guy who orders everybody around and calls everybody sweetheart and pal and makes fun of people for not being as rich as he is because he's apparently the richest guy in town who's a freaking nightclub owner and he keeps Diane Lane as his girlfriend even though she hates him. And all of this despicable stuff, you know, is wrapped up into this one character who's in every freaking scene of the movie keeping it from being enjoyable. And... In addition, he does not look like Kate Capshaw. He looks like Rick Moranis. So that's strike three. That is the real most annoying character of the 80s. But, um, so, uh, keep up the good work. And I hope you do not watch that movie because Rick Moranis totally ruins it. Rick Moranis out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Rick Moranis. Good old Walter Hill. Yeah. uh, I will fully admit. Streets of Fire has been on my radar for a long time. I can remember seeing that poster in theaters when I would go as a kid, but I've never seen it. So I will now make it a priority. I think it's on Netflix. There you go. So Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Moranis. I would totally keep Diane Lane as a girlfriend. Absolutely. If I had a club. Yes. I would order her around. Yeah. I'd still probably (laughs) still do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, right now. Yeah. (laughs) Get over here, Doesn't even have to be the 80s. No. Okay. No. All right, we got to open it. Oh, she was hot in the 80s. Still hot now. Yeah. Anyway, we have an uh, email, right? 
We do. Yay. <laughs> uh-huh. I like emails. <laughs> yeah. Let's listen into this, this email. This one's from somebody famous. Ooh. Christopher Plummer. What? <laughs> he stopped time to send us this. Holy email. shit. But now this, uh, Chris says, hello, you bad movie fiends. Hello. Hi. I'm a clerk at the district level in Benton County, Washington. Oh. Aside from the various government paper-pushing duties that are assigned to me, I also tend to have direct contact with the judges at the district level. Once Mm. a year, they go out to a conference that deals with alternatives to jail and sentencing. So when the presiding judge, Judge Tanner, came back and started discussing the radical new ideas for sentencing criminals, I could only shout, You're a loose cannon, (laughs) Tanner! The whole office looked at me aghast <laughs> until the shock wore off, and he began laughing. So there you go. When it happens in the real world, it's just in, as amazing as in a movie. <laughs> Speaking of movies, I'm quite sure you've gotten requests for this one before, but I feel I can't at least suggest something while I'm writing in. Have you considered the Nick Cage vehicle Snake Eyes? It hits on a great deal of awesomeness, including Nick Cage acting in a manner I can only describe as <laughs> Pimp Crazy Cage during the first parts of the movie. It also references its own title in the dialogue. Yeah. And let's not forget the ending where Hurricane Deus Ex Machina <laughs> saves the day. Thanks for the laughs and clean me into some awesome movies. You guys were not kidding about Christopher Lambert <laughs> in Gunman. Chris. I gotta admit, so I fucking love Snake Eyes. That I know that is a terrible movie, and we I have, love that movie. It's been so close. We, uh, yeah, we've almost done it like four or five times when yeah. we just didn't have anything else. I may actually even own that on DVD. We we have. Uh, I cannot for the life of me remember if I've seen it or not. Oh. I'm pretty sure I have because like Carlo Gugino usually means that I watch a movie. Sure. Yeah, th- there's been some debate as to how real is your movie. <laughs> how real is that movie? Uh, I mean, it's Brian De Palma. Yeah. So. Yeah. We've sort of Have gone you back ever and seen f- Femme Fatale. Yeah, he but makes I, bad movies. No, I know, but we've sort of gone back and forth over: is this a real movie? Is it not? Okay. But I, th- I think it would serve our needs. Yeah, De Palma, he's kind of like you, like you said with other stuff. Like when they go for it, they go for it. Yeah, and when he goes for it, he goes for it. Yeah, and sometimes you get incredible stuff, and other yeah, times you I, get the Black Dahlia. So I think. Uh, well, I, okay, let's not discuss that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think I like Brian De Palma a lot. I just think like. He well, I think he's had the card taken away, but I I think like he doesn't belong in the in the list for most people doesn't belong in the list of greatest directors of all time. Like he's just he's too hit or miss. I mean he's had some great movies, but I know, but his his highs are so high. Like, <laughs> I, Carlito's Way is one of my okay, probably one of my top ten or twenty movies of all time. I no, think. I mean don't get me wrong. I, I I mean like I think a lot of his movies are great. Like, I mean, the untouchables is great. And a lot of people would list that among their favorite movies sure. of all time. Yeah. Same thing with Scarface, you yeah. know? Um, but I mean, I think it's like his style is not genuine. If you don't, if that makes any sense, like, I think he's like a very good homager. Yeah. Sure. He's very derivative. Yeah. Sure. Um, so I, it's like, don't get me wrong. It's like, I, I think he's a great director, but I think like he'll never wind up on that list of like, you know, the best directors. of Well, all time type there thing. was a time when it was like, Hey, there's a new Brian De Palma movie. We should see that because that dude makes movies that are fun. Not it said may by not, women. Well, no, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, like Raising Cain is a ridiculous motion picture, but my god, that is a fun movie. I mean, mm-hmm. that's during John Lithgow's heyday of just being like when you needed go to crazy guy, you hired John Lithgow, and that movie is insane. I don't remember if it's good or bad. I just remember it being crazy. So that's a good thing. Yeah, that's how I remember Snake Eyes. Yeah. I remember parts. It's just I don't remember everything. I just know it was like, God damn, that movie was insane. Yeah. Let's do Snake Eyes someday. Okay. Okay. That's Gary Sinise in it too, right? Yes. 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 It does. And a tracking shot at the beginning that lasts for like 20 minutes. Yay. <laughs> yeah. 
It's good but I, I swear that's one we're going to get like 10 minutes in. I'm going to be like, I've seen this. Yeah. Oh, I know for I'm fact sure I've seen it. it but yeah. it, like all those, all the memories of it will immediately rush back yeah. into my head. And I'm like, oh, well, that's the owner of the hurricane. And yeah. Once you're transported into that world. Yes. <laughs> the world. <laughs> once the long guy. take shot has enveloped in me. In a world of Hurricane Deus Ex yeah. Machina. Once you see Nicolas Cage's outfit, you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is when he wears that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. What else we got? I think that's is that it. it? Yeah, we, we got have, one more, but we, have one we will. More, yeah, we invite you to stay after our contact. <laughs> stay information. after the podcast. <laughs> yes, because stay tuned. Yeah, we a while we'll, back. Yeah, Josh from Corpus Christi threatened us with his Tina Turner for Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. He's made good on that threat after a little. Uh, I will admit prodding from me on Twitter. Oh, good. Where I said, "Hey, you know, remember how you threatened to sing Goldeneye? Uh huh. If you're gonna do it, now's your week." And so he did it. He came through in spades, <laughs> <laughs> but he did the entire song. I was yep. not, ex- I was expecting like a few bars of him being golden. Eye. But <laughs> we get the whole song. <laughs> I really so. like your interpretation of it as well. You're welcome. I'm not doing the whole song. It sort of turns into Betty Davis. There. Well, <laughs> so did Tina Turner. So, you know, yeah. Anyway, Aaron Neville. But yeah, so. <laughs> anyway, so stick around after the contact information, which BJ will give us yeah, in just a second. We'll play the uh, we'll play the voicemail and then the entirety of the song for your listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. All right, so check us out on the website at bmfcast.com. Send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. Uh, search for us on iTunes, Bad Movie Fiends Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Also, check us out on Twitter or Facebook at the respective websites slash BMFCast. And you can find us on Stitcher, which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices that will stream our joy directly to your ears through the magic of magic. (laughs) It's magical. And then the most important thing that you can ever do in your life to redeem yourself as a human being and get you into heaven, give us a call on the Garfield phone, the BMFCast hotline, 910 Five Jacks BMF nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Stay tuned for excellence. <laughs> Amen. And if I could say real quick, nope. um, I know it conflicts with October month, but obviously it is October, and I'm mm-hmm. doing the horror movie thing again. So, oh, what's this you speak of? Uh, I you know the horror movie thing. Oh, okay. I watch a lot of horror movies, and then I put up shitty reviews of them. Oh, six people watch it. That sounds like you ripped Sweet. off that thirty one and thirty one guy. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I saw what he did, and I was like, I could do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, if you want to go to youtube.com slash watercooler, you could watch those. Sweet. Yeah. I'll awesome. watch them. Okay, that'd be fun. I have watched the first one. Oh, well, that's neat. <laughs> hey, there are more. I'll watch I'm them sure all in eight months. Yes, thank you. I love your random comments eight months later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, really? that movie you want in episode 16? Well, huh? <laughs> I'd love You're that welcome. people comment. They're like, Thank God you're posting videos again. Yeah. And I'm like, Chuck's been posting videos all year. Yeah. I, I, people just go to their bubble after October. They they yeah. don't watch they any just, videos. They forget how to yeah. spell YouTube. Right. Mm-hmm. can't find the site. Y-O-O-T-I-B-L. Why ain't I getting water coolers? Utible. Utable. It's Utable. Dot Tumblr. Right. Dot Museum. Well, let's go. Get out of here. Let's get out of here, please. Yes. Dot co. Dot UK. Right. So stick around for the song. Dot info. And I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm dot XXX. <laughs> and I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Hey, guys. This is Josh in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, I figured, uh, I don't feel like one of you guys anonymously sort of egged me on 
to uh, recording this song after I threatened to do it a few months ago. So I'm forcing it upon your ears. I felt even more inclined to do so after Chuck declared to be the worst Bond theme in the series, which means he obviously hasn't been fucking died another day. Anyway, uh, good luck listening to my third attempt at this, where my voice is pretty badly going to shit because I kept screwing up. Anyway, uh, good luck, and I hope you guys can survive to finish the uh, recording tonight. Sorry if I killed you. See reflections on the water More than darkness in the depths See him surface and never a shadow On the wind I feel his breath Golden eye, I found his weakness Golden eye, will do what I please Golden eye, no time for sweet but a bitter kiss will bring him to his knees You'll never know How I watched you from the shadows as a child You'll never know How it feels to be the one who's left behind I'll never know the days, the nights, the tears the tears I've cried But now my time has come And time, time is not on your side See him move through smoke and mirrors Feel his presence in the crowd Other girls that gather around him if I had him, I wouldn't let him out. Wait, what does that mean? Golden nine, I'd lace a leather. Golden chain, take him to the spot. Golden nine, I'll show him forever. It'll take forever to see what I've got. You'll never know how I watched you from the shadows as a child You'll never know how it feels to be so close and get denied It's gold and honey trap I've got for you tonight Revenge It's a kiss This time I won't miss Now I've got you in my side Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs>